I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today, I'm here with Grant Warrington. Grant, uh, thank you for coming on the show today. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Jason. I've been looking forward to this, so uh, I really appreciate you having me on, man. Absolutely. Um, a little bit about Grant. He's a full-time real estate investor, property manager, and realtor in Southeast Michigan. Uh, sounds like started with very little money uh, and, a, and a single single family rental. And then looks like you took some risks along the way, quit your job a couple times, <laughs> took pay cuts and, and uh, to move into a full-time real estate investing. So why don't you, I, I think this will be much better sort of coming from, from your mouth, sort of how that story went for you, Grant. So maybe if you could um, just go ahead and give us, you know, give us the background, give us the, the real nitty gritty on that story. Yeah, there's, there's so much there. Um, so just cut me off whenever I'm going a little long. But basically construction worker, blue collar. Um, you know, I, I've been doing that for, for 20 some years, 23 years when I quit. But uh, I, I was a business agent for my union, uh, actually an organizer. But uh, I, I had gotten to a spot where everyone tries to get to, right? So I was feeling, I was, I was doing good. Things were great. But, um, you know, before that, um, I knew that I wanted something more and I, and real estate had always called to me. Um, you know, in 2003, I had bought a few houses. Um, my mind wasn't right. I wasn't right. I, I had a lot of things going on. I didn't have the knowledge. Um, I had to declare bankruptcy. I had to give those, I think it was three houses back to the bank. Great condition. They were only in my name. But every tenant ended up only five thousand dollars. I didn't know what to do, how to collect. I didn't know how to do anything. Um, yeah. So, so fast forward to 2015. Uh, met my wife, uh, or 2014, and um, we decided she had the dream too. Hey, why don't we buy a single family home? And um, you know, we we did that over time until it got to the point. Um, you know, where we decided, you know what, we don't want to work anymore. That That's the goal. That was the goal, right? Um, yeah. We didn't want to work for anybody else. And that was my biggest passion at that point. It has changed because now I don't work for anyone. Um, but that was my driver, man. And I, I tell people like, you might know it, but, but your guests, there's some people out there right now that are listening to this podcast that are like, man, I know what the hell he's talking about, right? That burning inside where I'm like, I cannot work for anyone ever again. Yeah. So that was my driving force. Um, and, and I'll tell you what really lead, led up to me quitting was um, I had a conflict of interest. I didn't believe in doing something that that my boss wanted me to do. And I, I disagreed with it. Um, and my boss said, I'll tell you what, meet me at Starbucks. I'll be there. We're going to, we're going to sit down. We're going to talk about it. So I'm sitting in Starbucks, you know, this is, I, I think, uh, 2017 or 18. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit, you know, you know, that feeling, right. I mean, if you got a boss, you know, that feeling you're like, man, 
you know, this is, this is crap. So I'm sitting there waiting, waiting to have that conversation. And, uh, a friend of mine, he'd been a mentor. He, he'd helped me grow my portfolio. I think my wife were, and I were at 11 units at that point. So we're sitting there and all, all of a sudden, um, I get a text from my friend. He's much farther ahead of me in real estate, but I, I get this text, all those feelings inside. And uh, I look at it and it's a picture of a check for like $650,000. And all he said was my biggest check to, to date. Right. And I'm Oh my gosh, I am in the wrong field. I need to, I, right then it, it clicked. I'm like, I got to go, man. I got to go. So in my head, I was gone. I'm like, this, this is not where I need to be. And uh, had the conversation, did what I had to do, but I was gone. And about a month or two later, I, I quit that career job. Uh, I took a pay cut and I went to work for my friend that sent me that picture of that check. Uh, he owned a big property management company, still does. And I was his director of operations. And, um, and that was it. I said, I'm gone. I mean, my path is to get closer into full-time real estate. And, um, you know, quitting that job showed me, hey, you know what? I don't have to work this W-2. Yeah, I get a pension. Yeah, I get healthcare. I get all these things. But those were traps to keep me where I was at and to keep right. me scared that I couldn't move on. And, and I did. And, and you know what? We're still here today. Um, yeah. And again, I like to tell people too, it's my wife and I that own these properties, no partners. Her and I are 50% partners in these. Um, she does probably more than I do. So, I mean, we're, we're really in this together. So that's good. That was a long story to get to that, but that was my first time quitting. Uh, yeah. I love you too. So, I mean, it, it, and it's, it's true. I mean, people get to that point where you kind of just can't take it anymore, especially if you're asked. I've had other guests too that have had a similar experience where they were asked to do something that, you know, morally objected to, or whatever whatever that case might be. That, that the boss wants you to do something that you just don't feel comfortable with, and it's like, you know, you can either, I guess, do it, uh, or you can kind of move on. And and then the question is, are you just moving on to another W two job? Or are you then moving on to, you know, kind of take a chance on yourself? And I, I just love to hear those stories of, of like yourself, you, you really took a chance on yourself and going that property management route first is a really great way to, to really learn the business well, because it's obviously that's a huge component. And then, you know, so you did that. And then I, I think in your bio, it said you sort of moved on from that as well. Yeah. So, you know, I, I told my, my friend, my boss, um, you know, when he was actually in Costa Rica, when this, this all went down, I, I put a picture on Instagram about it. You know, my, my wife snapped a picture of me, like just days and into the future. You know, my grandfather was a crane operator, a construction worker. My dad was a construction worker, crane operator. I was third generation, man, big decision. Uh, you know, and I felt like, am I letting my family down? Right. Too trying to, go into this, this next venture. Um, but I did it. And, you know, I told my boss, Hey, I can give you two years because, you know, we're buying property too. We're at 11 units, um, at that point when I quit. And, um, and I gave him, I think 16 months, um, do as when, when I was there, I bought a 20 unit apartment we did. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were growing and I was running out of time. I was working day and night. And, uh, I was just like, man, I, I just can't do this anymore. So, you know, it, it was fantastic because my wife said, you know what, you're quitting the job 11 months from now or however long it was, seven months, whatever it was, 
you're quitting. Here's your timeline. And every, every so often she'd be like, okay, okay, six months. Okay. Five months. So we saved up $18,000. That was it. It's all we had. Okay. So, you know, anybody listening, don't do what we did. I mean, but we're still <laughs> here, but we didn't do what most people do and try to replace their income. Uh, we saved up like 18 grand and um, I was already a, a realtor, had my license. And we just thought, you know what, I'll just transition into full, uh, being a realtor full time to supplement that income, which meant I had to work. And, um, you know, I quit, I quit and took another pay cut zero per, you know, to, to make $0 commission based. Right. Right. And, um, and it, it wasn't easy, but again, like I said, we're still here and uh, anybody can do it, man. We did it. And, and, you know, I, I know we got off here, you know, a, a lot of podcasts are, how are the, you know, how'd you start? How'd you do this and that? I, I truly think that mindset, mindset and desire are huge. So that, mm-hmm. that's why I love having this kind of a conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really 100%. feel that. Yeah, I, I really yeah. feel it. Like you, you just consistently do something in real estate over and over and over every day, do something small and you'll be successful. But you got to have this and this, man, or it ain't going to happen. And that's the truth. Yeah. No, 100% agree. And, it, and it, I mean, obviously, <laughs> the title of the podcast, there, there's, there's a lot of uh, mindset in this. And, and, and most of the time, you know, it's, it, it's real estate inspired, I guess, but most of the time, what I really like to hear about is, is this sort of stuff is what, what people are really, what, what sort of got them going, what, what made them make that shift into, you know, sort of believing and investing in yourself really is what it comes down to. That's the mindset and the mindset of, you know, being willing to take a bit of a pay cut and, and being willing to take that chance, knowing that, okay, it might be hard for a little while. There's some sacrifices in the beginning, but here's, here's what I see. You know, you got that picture from your friend. It's like, here's what you see in the future. You know, next, next thing you know, you'll be sending someone else that picture to inspire them. And so it's kind of like, you have to, you have to believe in it because it's not as much as it might look on the surface to some people in the outside world, especially on Instagram is that it's a, a get rich quick business. It's not, it's not at all. It's a, work real hard, get rich kind of slow business, but, but get rich for sure. Right. It's like, it's like probably about as guaranteed, I think, as you can, if you, like you said, if you have the mindset and the heart to just stick with it and keep doing something every day, it'll work. It'll work. It's, it's, you, you can look back hundreds of years in history, like real estate, it gets, it, it appreciates the values go up. If you can just, you know, focus on using time to your advantage and put in the work, you'll get there. So I, I love that you did that. I love that you take that, you know, that kind of leap and, and uh, bet on, on yourself and your wife. And, and maybe you mind talking about her a little bit and sort of that, because I think that that's yeah. a, a really cool uh, partnership support system, you know, yeah. that, that she was pushing you and telling you, hey, this is how long that you have. Because there's all kinds of different levels of support amongst you know families and and spouses but it, it's i'm always interested in that dynamic i have a wife she's very supportive she has zero interest in being a part of the real estate she but she believes in what i'm doing and so um i think it comes in all different i've seen people where it's like yeah husband and wife are in their business partners they're in it together they're doing everything and then you know in our family it's i we've divided roles for you know 
my wife does most of the caregiving on the kids uh, with the kids and and I am you know focused on sort of growing the future but I'm really interested in sort of how that went with you and your wife and how uh, I love that she sort of pushed you to to leave your job and and I, I think there's probably uh, a lot to it in terms of how you how you both work together yeah, and, and it's not easy. I mean, you know, ev- everyone knows that. Um, but, you know, when, when you really work with your spouse, I mean, you, you know, you, you got to be, uh, it, it's just a different mentality. I, I'm, you know, in the property management gig, I had like eight maintenance techs that reported to me and, and they were all men and it was just a little different mentality. I come from the construction background. It's a different mentality. And uh, so it was a learning process for me. I needed to, to learn that, um, how to work better with my wife and I'm still learning that today but um, you know we met in 2014 I think it was bought a home and and you know I wasn't I I, I wasn't using credit cards I wasn't doing anything like that because I, I didn't want debt anymore and mm-hmm. you know my wife and I sat down we were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time and we're like let's buy a single family home um, we we bought one and but we, we sat down we had a decision like okay to grow because my mentor is telling me these things. This is what I did. I'm not telling you, you need to do it, but here's what I did. And um, so we sat down and said, you know what, in order to grow, we're going to have to take on debt. We're going to have to be comfortable with it. Good debt, right? Like everybody calls it. Um, So some of the, the, to grow, some of the crazy things we did, um, she took out a personal loan. I took out a personal loan uh, and we took some credit card debt. We bought a house. Um, I sold my truck. I sold my boat and my pool table to put a down payment down on a house. Uh, we cut our expenses about in half um, to grow. So, so we've sacrificed all of this. And the awesome thing is my wife's 100% involved with it in sacrificing with me. Um, I, I couldn't do it without her. Um, it, it's just, you know, we like to tell each other, it, you know, we both can't have a down day, right? Like you can have a down day and it's my job to pick you up. We both can't have a down day. And there's been times we both deserve down days. <laughs> We've had a lot of, uh, a, a lot of things, you know, you have small things go wrong with single family homes, and then you have larger things on a larger scale go wrong with apartment buildings. And we've dealt with every aspect of it. Um, and we still are. Um, so I've been fortunate in that sense that, that we're both on the same page. Um, I, I'm the kind of the, you know, uh, ready, fire, aim, like I'm, I'm ready to go, man, we need to grow. We need to yeah, do this. Yeah. And my wife's more conservative. Um, she's like, all right, well, let's sit down and talk about it. And, and, and that, so it, it, we balance each other out really well. Um, but it, it's so beneficial that her and I are on the same page. I mean, she's my best friend. We're with each other all day, all the time. Um, we eat lunch together. We, we eat breakfast together. I mean, we're, we're together all the time, dinner together. Um, we talk business, we, we talk growth, we talk all that stuff. Um, you know, and personal things as well. And it's, it's great. So it can work. It's just, uh, you know, my advice is just, you know, you need to be really respectful of each other. And, uh, you know, she's fantastic at that. I'm, you know, me, I'm, I'm the one that's yeah. always got to work on things. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, there's certainly, uh, there's a reason they call them our better half, I guess, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's for sure. I mean, I think that, that support system is huge. And I, I like what you talked about, sort of, we can't both have a, a bad day yeah. on the same day. And, I, and, I, and it, I've noticed that with, with my wife and I is that 
you could, you know, someone's, someone might be struggling one day, but we're, you know, the other one's always there to, you know, kind of step up and, and help out in whatever capacity is, or just be, you know, just listen or just do whatever it is, you know, be, be there with a hug. <laughs> that kind yeah. of thing. I think it's, it's all very, uh, very beneficial to have that. So how do you, uh, how do you divide up the roles in your business with your, with your uh, rental properties? So um, I'm a full-time realtor, so I, I can get into that and some things we've done, but um, my wife handles the tenant side of it. She deals with the tenants, does the showings. We're at 41 units cell phone. So it's a tough spot to be in um, because we're not big enough yet to hire somebody. So we still have to take everything on ourselves. Uh, we manage, self-manage everything. Um, so it's a tough spot. So my wife handles a lot of that property management side. I handle acquisitions, dispositions, um, like lender relations, um, anything like that, raising private money or, or anything that, that has to do with that side of it, major construction projects. Uh, that's, that's kind of my background too. Um, and, um, and things like that, you know, at one point, and I'm, you know, a full-time realtor. So at one point, what we did though, we, we did make this mistake is, um, it was earlier this year and I started doing the maintenance over there at our apartments. We couldn't find anybody to do any maintenance. So yeah. we're like, you know what, I'm going to start doing it. I kind of enjoyed it. I got an Instagram, a YouTube page that I, I put videos up of some of the stuff we do. Cause I think it's cool because there's a lot of, you know, if you want to learn how to buy an apartment, how to buy a house, right. There's there, you can go anywhere and you can figure that out. People will teach you that. But what happens when you buy it? What do you do with your master lock systems? Do you have any, any, any kind of a master lock system? How do people pay rent? What do you do with uh, common area carpeting? Who does your flooring? What about LVP? Um, there's all these different things that come up and you're like, oh shit, uh, what now? Now I own it. Now who's going to tell me what to do? So that's kind of that little niche I like to fill. Um, but uh, so, so we were thinking, you know what? I'll do the maintenance. Um, it, it's great content. I love shooting content. I love educating some people on some things we do. And um, so I became the maintenance man. And the problem was after like five months of me doing it, um, my residential real estate, I, I took my attention and everything away from that, right? And, and I focused over here. And I'm like, well, this is where I'm going to focus. This is what I want to do. And um, I love doing both. But the problem, and a friend of mine said this to me, you know, he said, um, are you saving money or are you creating money by being the maintenance man? And I said, I'm saving money. I'm not creating any money. And he goes, you're in the wrong seat, dude. You're doing the wrong thing, man. Yeah. And I said, oh, shit, I am. So <laughs> I, you know, my wife and I talked again and, um, and I'm like, I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta go back to being a residential realtor. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good at it in Southeast Michigan. I, I enjoy it too. So yeah. my wife's like, all right, yeah, that's it. For, forget it. From now on, we'll, we'll hire a maintenance guy, you know? So I'm in charge of hiring the contractors, finding the contractors and things like that. And, um, and, and that's what we said, forget it. I'm, I'm done. I'm out and I'm not going back. So, um, that was that was a lesson learned and uh for us um luckily we we got out of it in time so yeah yeah well i mean it, growth and scale is is challenging for anybody mm -hmm. really i guess it's like you you know you mentioned you're, you're at 41 units and now 
it's like, well, we're at that, <laughs> probably in that gray area where it's like, you, you could hire someone else to manage them, but is it worth the money? And, and I think it's a thing that everybody struggles with. We all struggle with that, you know, kind of what's the highest and best use of your time. And because sometimes, at least for me, what I feel like is the things that might not be the highest and best use of my time are maybe easier or more fun for me to do. Like you, you said, you like doing the maintenance. I, yeah. I've always been a DIY guy. Like I love construction, yeah. but it's actually smart for me that I don't invest locally because now I can't be over there with a hammer and, you know, fixing things. I, I have to have, you know, third-party management and it, it's just, you, you have to, you know, realize like you, like you did, you know, you're like, oh, this is cool. I, I'm a maintenance man. I, I like doing this stuff. I'm creating content out of it. But at the same time, is that, you know, if, if your friend put it perfectly, are you creating money? And no, you're saving a few bucks. But if you're creating money and you're doing the, you're using your real skills, your, your higher dollar skills, that's obviously a much better use of our time I mean sometimes it's just fun to go fix something I think that and I think that's okay <laughs> but yeah. it's yeah it's a it, it's a really good lesson uh that you brought up for for anyone that's you know kind of getting into it because it's it's hard to decide when to scale up right you're like yeah. well if I scale up and I hire people I have to pay them do I have the money to pay that you know what if it doesn't it's always the the what ifs you know if yeah. then the, you know, those sort of limiting beliefs and the negative thoughts. It's like, well, what if, what if it doesn't work out and I hired someone? What, what then, you know? And yeah. so I think it's, it's, as you talked previously about, you know, sort of quit your, quit your jobs and, and bet on yourself. And really it, it's, I think it's the same mentality really that you need for scaling. You have to believe that it's going to get bigger. You have to believe that you're going to have growth and, and then put yourself in the positions to create that rather than, you know, fixing a broken window or what, you know, whatever that is uh, from a maintenance standpoint. So uh, it, it's, I love this type of stuff because I think it, it can be very helpful for, well, for me, but also <laughs> for people that are sort of getting into anyone. I, I think we all struggle with this same kind mm -hmm. of issues in terms of how to how and when do you scale yeah right so so you are you are still acting as a full-time realtor and are you are you doing that just for your own deals or you're you're actually uh, doing it for other people as well no i'm doing it for other people um i'm we started out you know when i first got my license it was just to do our own deals and then you know when i quit the second job the property management job um we weren't in a situation where, you know, we were able to live off of the cash flow from the properties. Um, so we're like, what now? And it just made sense. Yeah. Like I'm already a realtor. People in my area, um, they already know me in, in real estate. They, they know what I do. It's right. Right. So we're like, it just makes sense. I, I know a ton of people here and I can help a lot of people um, yeah. with my knowledge of real, you know, of real estate and houses. Um, so, so it made a lot of sense. So that's what we did. Yeah, no, I, I think it makes total sense. Use, if you're going to wear multiple hats, they might as well, you know, kind of be from the same, the same area, the same, you know, real estate background, using that to help others, as you said, it is a, is a great idea. Um, what is your, I guess, what's your plan? What's your, what's your 
big goals? What are you looking to do with this in, in terms of growth? Or are you happy with where you're at? It's, I mean, it's very nice that you own it all just between you and your yeah. wife too. That's, that's a good situation to be in. Yeah. So, it, and just so people know, you know, like, like I said, it started out with, you know, one single family rental and, and we, we were out of money and we were done. We didn't make a lot of money. You know, I mean, we were blue collar average, you know, salary and things like that. And, um, you know, we, we built that up. We, we did, um, we did some crazy things, took out some crazy debt to, to get these properties, um, blanket loans. We'd package three properties into one blanket loan and, um, you know, get a big check and go out and buy more. Um, and, and, you know, in 2017, that's when, uh, my wife was like, you know what, if we make a hundred dollars a door, um, you know, we'd need what a hundred doors to, to make $10,000 a month, you know, in cash flow. And we were like, wow, that's a lot of houses. Like, that's incredible. We were at 11 at that point. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it just wore me out thinking about that. I'm like, there's no way we could go out and find that many more houses and rehab all these houses and do all this ourselves. I was doing it after work, you know? Um, And I'm, you know, in the beginning and it was just incredible. So we said, you know what, 2017, we, we made the decision, you know what, we're going to go into apartments. And, um, and that led us to where we're at now. We peeled off and sold some of our properties, um, bought our first apartment in 2019, second apartment in 2020, and third apartment in 2021. Um, so, so our goals this year is to buy a 16 unit for ourselves, minimum 16 unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're looking to syndicate. We, um, we're going to do a hundred years. We, we've been saying that through the years, how oh, we're going to, we're going to do this. And we just haven't, but, um, it's something we need to do. I, I really want us to push our, our investing to the next level. And I, I really feel that's something we need to do. Um, yeah. we have a lot of people that reach out to us and want to, want to partner with us, you know, on the passive side, invest with us. And, um, we've always just done everything ourselves. So now we've had private money lenders all along the way um but to do something on a larger scale um that that's something we wanted to do um and and to be honest i've always had and speaking of myself for myself i i've always had this mentality where you know we we came from behind and shouldn't been there kind of like that rocky meant that rocky uh attitude right the underdog (laughs) Yeah, the underdog, the, you know what I mean? And, and how do we get here? 41 units. And, and, you know, like three months ago, I realized like, that's only going to take me so far. I, it had taken me as far as it, I could go with it. I had hit a ceiling and I, I realized that like, I can't go any farther with that attitude anymore. So, you know, I, I knew it was time I joined GoBundance. It's a high level men's oh, um, uh, networking so I, I joined that, and uh, I mean that's been huge. Uh, I've known about GoBundance for years, but that, that's really helped me break that break that barrier. And um, and again, that's that's something we're looking to do is just get on that next plane and just change the mentality. Um, yeah. You know, and, and another reason I I joined that is um, you are the five people you hang around, right? So I don't have a lot of people that are you know, that own, that I hang around every single day that own 500 or a thousand units. Now I have some close, some, some friends that, that do own that, but I don't hang out with them every day. Um, 
but but my old boss, what happened was we we took his helicopter. I rode in his helicopter up to a apartment uh, apartment event with all these apartment owners. Yeah, and um, it was in a hangar at an airport. And these apartment owners, you know, they own three thousand units, twenty thousand units, and another uh, gentleman, his family owns sixty thousand units. And they were showing us their jets. And these are the nicest people asking us, how many do you own? I said, I own 41 units. They're like, that's great. Keep going. It's the best thing I've found to make money. Um, so it was phenomenal. I mean, these, these people just, just paying attention. But I'm like, look at this room I'm in. This room I'm in with these people, yeah. right? It's incredible. I rode here in a helicopter, right? It, right. It's incredible. And, and, and he bought one single family home. My mentor bought one single family home. And now he's here, right? So I said, you know what? I need this in my life. I need to be around this. I can see it's possible. I've always been lucky to be able to like seeing my mentor as he grew, right? Like, wow, right. I, I can see what my buddy's doing. So, but I need to be in those rooms. I need to be around those people. And that's one thing I suggest to people. Like if you're not out there at least networking, um, you know, go to an event, right? And you'll see five, 10 people, whatever, stand in a circle and one, one guy or woman will be standing there talking. They'll all be listening. Just walk in there, walk up to that circle and just listen. You don't need to tell anybody what you're doing or anything like that, or even introduce yeah. yourself yet, but just listen to what the people are saying and go consistently meet these people and get in these rooms with these bigger people. Um, you know, I, I always say, if, uh, try to find people with 10 times more of what you have, you know, you have 10 units, find someone with a hundred because they've already gone through the problems that you're going to have to go through and yeah, um, yeah. you can really benefit from that. So, you know, long story short, back to, to what you asked, we're, we're looking 16 units personally owned and uh, 100 unit minimum uh, syndicated this year. That That's the goal. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, I think it, that, that's another really great point and, and sort of piece of advice is just getting getting around people that you know, are, are in whatever capacity, you know, sort of ahead of you. And, and I, I hate to, sometimes I hate to use that term because it doesn't, just because you have, you know, 10,000 units, you might be ahead financially or in number of units, but but obviously there's other aspects in life. But the, but the point is, if that's what you're trying to do, yeah. right? If your goal is to, is to get more, you know, invest in more real estate, well, be around people who have invested in more real estate. And they've seen, because the, the things you encounter at 16 units and 50, and 50 units and 100 units and 500 units, like those are all different problems that you have to deal with. And yeah. so being able to have people that can uh, speak from experience about what they, what they experience at those levels. I think sometimes it's, some people might be almost like too far ahead. You know what I mean? Like if you're in the very beginning, it's good to talk to someone who's like ten a years. year or two ahead of you instead of yeah. ten yeah. years ahead of you. Because I think yes. sometimes you it's yeah. like it's like anything, right? Like yeah. in, in whatever your normal job is, yeah, you you kind of forget what you were like at the very beginning of it, and you're even like children, right? Like we yes. forget what it's like yep. to be a child. And yep. so you, you meet a, a, a child and you're like, why are you, why are you like this? Like, well, I yeah. was that way before. And, yeah. I, and so it's kind of this, I, I think just getting someone maybe not to, and it, it sounds really great that with your mentor, you'd, you were able yeah. to, 
kind of see him grow as well. And so you watched that, those steps and, and frankly, just to know that it's possible. Yeah. Right? It's, it's like sure. you, you, you can read all the books, you can listen to podcasts, yeah. but at the same time, if you don't know anybody who's actually done it, yeah, it's going to feel like it's not possible for you that someone just wrote a book that's a, a f- essentially fiction, you know? Yeah. So it, it's, uh, I think it, it, those are really a lot of good, you know, points in far, as far as the steps that you've taken yeah. to, to get to where you're at and, and uh, good, you know, I'm, I have no doubt you'll accomplish those goals this year. I mean, those are, those are great. Um, well, why don't you, I think it, this would be a good time to kind of switch gears to where we talk about, uh, or I ask you the questions that I ask every guest. One sure. of them you sort of answered before, and you may, you may have a, another answer, but um, we'll start with the, the title of the podcast is, is Know Your Why. And so I ask mm-hmm. every guest, you know, what is your why? What, what drives you? What, what makes you want to kind of, kind of push, push harder and, and grow further? So mine, like I said, that that burning desire in the beginning was not to have a boss. That was my why. I accomplished that, right? And and that was one of them. But the the other one that that's been very big for me is, and it might not make sense to some people, but some people it's going to make sense. It's middle class mediocrity. I I do not want to be middle class and mediocre. And it, it's not insulting anyone. It's it's insulting me. It, 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 I'm talking to myself. I do not want that for myself. I believe that there's things I need to accomplish in my life and help people. And, and that's, it, it's almost a fear um, because I, and I'll put it this way, I've networked and met people at these networking events, right? That I became friends with and I knew their why. And, and you know, they would go away after a couple of years they quit going and they didn't invest in real estate and some things happen in their life and they're, and they're no longer around. And I'm like, man, dude, you, do you remember your why? I mean, I do. And I'm like, it like eats me up. Like, man, remember you wanted to quit that job yeah. and you're still there and you're going to be forever. So to me, it's like a, a, a fear in there that one day, you know, I'll be 70, 80 years old and I'll look back and go, gosh, damn it, if I just would have maybe done a little more, right? And that's my fear. That's that middle-class mediocrity where I could just be comfortable and say, oh, you know, we're, we're, we're fine right here. And, and I don't want that. I, I want to try and lead a big life. I want to help a lot of people do the same. And, um, and that would be it for me. Just, just I really want to grow and, and do and, and just have more. And that's my, and I mean, I can feel it inside of me when I'm talking to you about it, you know? So yeah. that's yeah. my life. And I think the term mediocrity probably triggers some people in terms of yeah. <laughs> thinking it's it's a it's a negative. But I know what you're saying, yeah. and it's you're not. I think you, you you say you you mentioned the word comfort, and it's it's yeah. it's not mediocrity in the sense that like oh you're not good enough. It's just yes you're kind of comfortable with where you're at and not trying to 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 push the envelope, right. To not. Yeah. So I, I, I get, I get what you mean. I think some yes. people are probably like, well, what's wrong with mediocre? And it's like yeah. nothing wrong it, with it. It's just, it's if it's not I'm, what you want for yourself. And I'm pointing the finger inward, you know, and that's, that's the difference. So that's what people yeah. too, if people do don't understand that I'm not pointing it outward and saying middle-class mediocrity, this me, this is what it's about right. me being this way. I don't want this way to be me, you know, for yeah. me. So yeah. I hope that makes sense. Totally. Yeah, no, I, t- I totally get it. it it's, yeah. it's a, 
unwillingness to sort of just settle in, right? Yeah. And just kind of be where you're at. So I, I totally understand that that uh, mentality of just always wanting to kind of okay, I got I got here. Well, let's see what's next. You know that kind of thing. It does, you don't have to stay there. So um, I love it. Uh, second question for you, Grant is. Tell us something about yourself that maybe isn't common knowledge, something that the, the listeners might find interesting about you. Oh, man. Um, I don't think there's really too much interesting about me other than, um, you know, I, basically th this is what I do. Um, you know, I, I don't have a lot of uh, hobbies or anything like that. Um, the, the one thing, like I said, that I'm excited about is I joined GoBundance and, and yeah just some of the events coming up with that. But, um, you know, I don't know you, I, I would, I would have to think about that one. Um, one, one interesting thing, but it, again, it, it equates back to real estate. Um, I, I took a 12 unit burn down that I'm really proud of a 12 unit burn down building, um, experienced. I was on site when the fire was there. No one got hurt. Thank goodness. Uh, I was managing then, but, uh, actually put that building back together. Um, through that whole process. So that, that was something I was, I was proud of that I did, but, but again, something interesting. I don't know. I can't really think of anything offhand. Yeah, that, that's all interesting. There's no, there's no wrong answer to this question. That's, that's yeah. all interesting. And I think it's a, um, you know, it's a question that I like to not prepare people for just because I think <laughs> I, I'm interested in what their, you know, spur of the moment thought is, but it, it, there's no wrong answer. Um, so when people hear this and they want to reach out to you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? And, and we'll put in the show notes. And I know you mentioned you have a YouTube channel and stuff, but what's your what's your uh, your preferred method of contact? Um, I'd say Instagram. Um, you know, Grant Warrington. There's there's obviously imposters out there for all of them, but it's just at Grant Warrington. That's it. Um, or GrantGWarrington.com is my um, is, is my website, and you can find everything on there from. Me as a realtor, um, you know, invest with me if you want to. Um, also, you know, if you want to have a 30 minute free phone call with me, you can click on my link in Instagram. You can go on my website and you can schedule that and we can have a phone call about where you're at in your real estate and, um, you know, how I can help you get unstuck, maybe growing your, your real estate portfolio or even as a realtor. Um, it's a free, free phone call. I like to offer that out to people. And, um, you know, people could, could take advantage of that. You, you can find, like I was talking about earlier, some of my YouTube videos, Grant Warrington, again, on YouTube. And uh, I, I just like to put fun content out there. And I, I like to put things because, like I said, when we bought our first building, um, it really, that's what happens. You go, okay, now what? Well, what kind of LVP should we use? What kind of, and you just research this stuff for hours. I want to find someone that did it and copy them. We do the same thing over and over and over and over and over in every single building, every single unit. It's easy, right? We know our color, our LVP color. We know the carpeting color, paint scheme. Uh, we know all that. But guess what? You know how many hours we had to put into finding that out? And um, I wanted to help people take that take that away. Uh, and, and there's so many, like I said, the master key systems, there's so many other things out there. But I, I'm that YouTube channel. I hope people like it. I think it's pretty cool. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's incredibly valuable too. I, I think that the, you're right, the, the work that goes in at the beginning to establishing what your, you know, what your package is in terms of unit turns and things like that. But but once you set it up, yeah, 
then it, you know, once that's in place, so if you're able to save people time in, in terms of setting that up, like that's a huge value add for them. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, uh, very, very generous of you. Um, okay. Final question would be what you touched on this a little bit, maybe have, maybe want to add to it or you have another answer, but what, what advice would you give people that are, you know, kind of earlier on they're a few years behind in their investing journey from you uh what would you tell them i know you mentioned you know go abundance and getting around people that are uh a little bit you know 10 times where you're at but what what uh what would you say to someone that's you know a little little further behind um i would tell them there's only one way to fail and this is the honest truth there's one way to fail and that's quit you know if you quit you fail so it's up to you. Maybe you move slower. Maybe you, maybe you, you move quicker than me um, or anyone. It's up to you. But if you don't quit, you'll never fail. So what happened with me is I made a decision. I remember where I was driving. I remember the thought process. Um, and I made a decision and I said, you know what? I'm going to do this until I'm freaking 80 years old. I don't care if I just, I don't make a dime. This is what I do. I'm a real estate investor. I'm going to invest in these properties. And um, that's what we're going to do. And, and we made that decision. And my wife and I sometimes would look at each other in the early days and say, is this going to work? And we'd be like, I don't, it's got to, it's got to, right? I mean, I'd look at my buddy and go, look at him. He, I mean, we know him. It's got to work. It's working for him. So I'm telling you, we'd sit there and, and say that, I don't know. Is it going to work? I don't know. I got to believe. And we would just keep going though. We never quit. We never said, should we quit? We didn't say that bullshit. You know, we, we went forward and we knew it. We're always moving forward, always looking, you know, what are we going to do with this money? What are we going to buy next? And if you don't ever quit, that that's my biggest advice. I, I remember um, one time it was early on. I think we had maybe six units or, and we had a guy doing all the rehab for us. I had worked really late that night and I was at Lowe's it's like 9 30 or 8 30 at night it was dark it was like December 17th it's every day I remember this and December 17th I'm in Lowell's parking lot in in Allen Park Michigan if anybody knows where that's at and and it's raining and I'm drenched and I got to be to work early the next day but I had to pick up material for the rehab man and I started bawling dude I lost it I, I was crying I'm like ah I just can't I can't believe, it. is this going to work? Is it worth it? Is what I'm doing worth it? Right. Yeah. And uh, so I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to put a note in my phone. December 17th goes off every year. And, uh, and with that question, is it worth it? And then in the notes in my calendar, I write down where I'm at, what I'm doing. And, um, and I, I just thought if I can write this note to my future self, I know my, and I'm sitting there in that car soaking wet thinking, I know my future. I'm not going to quit. So I know my future self is doing better than me. I know he's going to read this and laugh and remember where I was at when I wrote that. And it wasn't a great spot. Um, so that's what I do. It goes off. It goes off every year. And I remember that. I remember where I was at. I remember I didn't quit. And this year really was truly the year when that went off last month that I could honestly say, yeah, it's worth it. You know, because I, I look where I'm at. You've got to appreciate where you're at. Don't look ahead to these people and and, and think you're not doing anything because they're so farther ahead. Appreciate, always look back and say, holy shit, look where I started and look where I'm at today and appreciate that. And you know that, that note, that reminder in my calendar went off 
this year. And um, I said, look what we've accomplished. My wife has no full-time job. I have no full-time job other than the realtor. Um, we don't have bosses. And I, to tell you the truth, this month, January 2022 is the first month we're going to actually be financially free. Um, awesome. it, it's, take, it's taken a while, but we're super yeah. proud of that. That that means that our expenses are here and um, our passive income now is is here. So we're even making more yeah. that, than... Um, our expenses. But in the reason being the problem was we always had to rehab every unit. So we always had to put all the money back. We bought these apartments with a little, we didn't have a lot of money. So we'd buy them, get our hands on them, and we'd have to take the cash flow and rehab and improve out of cash flow. So there wasn't much left for us. So yeah. things have changed. This this is the one time we can honestly say, hey, it's worth it. And again, man, just don't quit. Like I said, if you want to fail, quit. If you don't, don't quit little steps every day, just consistency, take little steps every day. And that's it. Awesome. I mean, yeah. Awesome. Congratulations, by the way, on, on you know, sort of reaching that financial freedom. That's, that's a huge deal, but also, I mean, I love that idea. I love that. I love that you had, you know, at a low point, you yeah. put that note in your phone and it's like pops up every year. And it, it's like people, people talk a lot, you know, it's, it's around the new year. People talk a lot about, you know, setting goals and all of this. And I, uh, I think that's setting goals is great as well, but, but like that simple question that's going to pop up for you, you have that, that day that you remember, it's obviously meaningful. Mm -hmm. Like that's a, that's a big deal and that's powerful. And it, it also like, I, I think, you know, as we touched on before, it's, it's not a get rich quick scheme scheme, but you, you know, took you a few years, but like, here you are, right? Like you, it happened, you did it. And, yeah. and it's the growth gets exponential. So it's like, you, you know, you have, if you have 41 units now, you're already talking about what 116 more this year, like, mm -hmm. and that's what, that's what happens. And so if you have financial freedom off of those 41 units, just think about what it's going to mean as you, you know, you do these, you accomplish these next steps. So it, and that's, you know, that, that's what being around these, the, the mentors and the people that have done it and seeing it's like you can't you can't you, you said you said this well you said you know sort of talking about you're looking at comparing yourself to where you were you know your your past self to your to your present self or vice versa but it's yeah. it's not a it's not a competition with anyone else there's no right. sense in looking at someone that has ten thousand units and thinking, oh man, I'll never get there if you don't have 8,000 units. Like, yeah. it does, right, 10,000 units is gonna sound impossible until you get somewhere up there. But like, they didn't start with 10,000 units. Nope. They, they started at zero, just like everybody, nobody, nobody's born with a bunch of, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yes, some people inherit apartment yeah. complexes, but like, if you're building it as a business, like, nobody starts at 10,000. You don't, you don't buy your first deal at, you know, yeah. probably even a thousand units, right? It's like everybody starts out smaller and then works their way up. And it's, yeah. uh, it's just a testament to, as you said, you just keep going and, it, and yeah. it will happen. If you don't quit, you don't lose. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, I think I saw Jay Scott maybe put a post um, up that said it in my, my buddy would always say this to me. And I don't, I don't know exactly how true these numbers are, but he's like, and it would always make me feel better. You know, he'd, he'd be like, uh, well, two things he, he suggested, but this one, he'd say, listen, man, you own real estate. So you're farther ahead than 
of the population in the United States, yeah. and you're continually buying real estate, your father had the 99% of the whole population of the United States. Congratulations. And I'm like, holy right. shit, that's cool. It's true. The, the, the other thing he, he told me to do, and which, which is uh, great advice, he told me, start tracking your net worth. He goes, you're going to have some, some times in your investing career where you're going to think nothing's happening, right? Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. And um, he said, track your net worth every month, track it. And you'd be amazed. You're, you're going to be amazed. You're going to see it going up little by little. And then eventually it starts growing a little quicker, a lot quicker. But uh, that was great advice for me because there were times where I'm like, huh, yeah, nothing really happened. But you know what? Our net worth went up. I'd be like, Monica, my wife. <laughs> right. said, Monica, hey, our, our net worth went up. Yeah. Um, so now it's kind of a fun thing we both do. She has her numbers, her figures she gives me. I have mine. We put it together. I got a spreadsheet. We, we track our net worth. So uh, yeah. It's a good idea. I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I mean, uh, this has been great, Grant. A lot, a lot of really, I think, just valuable, uh, like mindset type of stuff on how to get, you know, how to get going, how to get ahead, how to, how to believe in yourself and, and, you know, sort of push forward. So uh, I thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. And I, I really hope uh, when people listen to this, they can, you know, sort of pick up those little nuggets of such like it's stuff that you probably could think almost like breeze over. It sounds simple, but it, it's not. It, it, I mean, this is a lot of, as you said, like 98, 99% of people don't ever do any of this. Yeah. And th there's a reason for that. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not always easy, but it, it will work if you don't quit. So, so awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me on here, man. I really appreciated it. And uh, it's been awesome chatting with you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been great. All right. Well, with that, we'll go ahead and we will sign out. But, uh, but again, thank you so much for your time. I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you.